Greetings, First Lutheran. Today we're going to talk about being left out in loneliness. And I know that this can be hard to talk about, but it is so important for our own health, both our physical health and our mental health. And it's something I've been thinking about lately, especially as COVID continues on and we're not entirely sure what the future holds. Vacations and events we look forward to have been canceled or postponed. People are choosing very carefully who is and who isn't allowed to participate in their activities, whether that be a grandchild's birthday, weekend plans, or a wedding. As numbers are limited and small groups are encouraged, that leads to people being left out. Others are included and able to participate while maybe you didn't quite make the cut. This can lead to loneliness and a feeling of being left out. And this hurts. Last year, I wasn't chosen to be a part of a, a wedding of a close friend. All of the other friends in our friend group were included, but not me. Recently, again, I wasn't chosen to go to a wedding because of COVID, yet my husband was in the wedding and I've been really good friends with the groom for over 10 years. These feel like repeat situations. I'm close with the friends, but not quite close enough to be included. Maybe you've experienced a similar situation during COVID. I have a feeling I'm not alone in this. Being left out today may stir up old hurts that you've never addressed. Maybe you were oftentimes left out in high school or college, maybe even in elementary school. This is something that can hurt us for years. New instances of being left out can compound the current problem if we haven't dealt with old hurts. It's hard to be left out. It's hard to not be chosen. It can feel like we aren't quite good enough, like something is just slightly wrong with us. It's easy to allow something like this to be some of the first building blocks of doubt about our own self-worth. It doesn't necessarily lead to complete spiraling, like, oh my goodness, something is wrong with me. It tends to just feel like small little doubts, little whispers that something might be wrong with us. Maybe if we were more fun, smart, or outgoing, then people would like us more. Maybe then we would be allowed in. Right now, we might be asking a lot of these types of questions. Why did our friends invite that other family over for dinner, but not our family? Why did those kids get invited to a birthday but not mine? Is there something that I said last time? Maybe that one comment I made last time we spent time together did offend someone. Maybe this hasn't happened to you, but it happens to your children. Maybe your child is the one who gets left out of the birthday party, play date, or pool party. Instances of being left out makes us wonder if we'll experience true connection. True connection means being able to be honest about our thoughts and emotions and having the other person accept them and us. It's difficult to get to the point of admitting and recognizing this. It's much easier to just have an emotional response. It seems easier to turn immediately to being mean, to offer some snide remark or resort to turning a cold shoulder. That is oftentimes the easy emotional response when someone hurts us or our children. What we really need to do is recognize how this affects our self-worth or our child's self-worth. Loneliness can stir up similar emotions. It can stir up doubts of self-worth. Do people really want to spend time with me? Do people love me? Maybe you know people love you, but do they like you? Do people even see us? These questions can easily pop up right now. Exasperated by the pandemic, it can be one disappointment and one moment of loneliness after another. When we're lonely or left out, we need people to understand us. We want to be heard, seen, understood, and accepted. We want to know we are loved even when people see or hear our true feelings. Let's look at the story of Hagar in Genesis. 
In Genesis 16, we first learn about Sarah telling Abraham to sleep with her slave girl named Hagar, hoping Hagar will bear him a son. Hagar has Abraham's son, and then Sarah grows to despise Hagar. Chapter 16, 7-13 reads, The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that is beside the road to Shur. And he said, Hagar, slave of Sarah, where have you come from and where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress, Sarah, she answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her, go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will increase your descendants so much that they will be too, too numerous to count. The angel of the Lord also said to her, you are now pregnant and you will give birth to a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery. Verse 13 continues on. She, Hagar, gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her, You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. Later, after Sarah bears the son Isaac, Sarah grows bitter at Hagar again. Sarah tells Abraham to send Hagar and Ishmael away. Hagar's story picks up again in Genesis 21, 14-19, and it reads, Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and then sent her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went off and sat down about a bowshoe away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. And she sat there, she began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. Can you imagine the loneliness Hagar experienced? Forced to bear a son, and then be cast out by the very people who forced her to bear the son. She was sent into a desert with her young son. They were set up to die. Yet she exclaims, You are the God who sees me. God sees her and cares about her. God ensures they have what they need to live. God does not abandon Hagar. Even though she is not of the chosen lineage, like Sarah and Isaac, God sees her and hears her. God loves her. Hagar even names God, the God who sees me. Hagar's identity and self-worth was affirmed by God. When I read this story, it breaks my heart. This young slave girl is forced to bear a son for her master, then is forced out along with her son. God cares about her misery, her loneliness, her lack of options. God sees Hagar and cares for her and Ishmael. I hope this brings solace in your moments of loneliness and in your times of being left out of the group. God sees you when others seem to not. For me, this is comforting, but it doesn't erase my emotional response and feelings of being left out. I often have to sit in the discomfort of feeling left out, of not feeling seen or heard by my friends, and it's hard. I want the quick fix. I want to stir up a fight and tell them how mean they are and how much they've hurt me, but that won't solve the problem. Heaping hurt on hurt does not fix the initial pain or the problem. Sometimes dealing with the pain of being left out looks like taking a step back, calming my heart and mind, and asking for a reminder from God of my own self-worth. I have to rely on God to make my identity secure, to remind me that I have inherent worth and value simply because I'm God's and he loves me. Like Hagar, I have to remind myself that our God is a God who sees us and cares for us amidst our pain and loneliness. Let's pray. Dear God who sees and cares for us, please comfort us in our moments when we feel lonely or left out. 
Remind us quickly that we are members of your body and are never alone as the Holy Spirit dwells within us. Give us your grace and mercy to always extend to others. Give us courage to love those in our midst who are left out and lonely. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you to everyone who listened today. We are now on to this week's announcements. Camp Carol Joy Hauling will have their quilt auction on Saturday, July 25th. There's free admission, but attendance will be limited. They have a COVID-19 safety plan that you can check out on their website, and you can also view the quilts in advance. First Lutheran is going to collect items for Lutheran World Relief again this year for their backpack little school kit program. And our goal is to collect enough items for 150 school kits. Donations can be brought with you to church on Sunday morning or dropped off at the church during business hours. And if you'd like to have someone else shop for you, please make sure your monetary donation is marked for Lutheran World Relief. The e-alert has the list of items that we are collecting. That is all for today, so thank you and have a great day.